My mind rebels at stagnation. Give me problems. Give me work. Give me the most abstruse cryptogram or the most intricate analysis, and I am in my own proper atmosphere. But I abhor the dull routine of existence. I crave for mental exaltation. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Hosted by Dan Mickle and brought to you by Soul Performance Academy. This is the podcast that answers your questions on mental performance training and takes a deeper dive into the world of performance psychology. You can reach us at podcast at properatmosphere.com or across all social media at 717soul. We look forward to hearing from you and now on to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of The Proper Atmosphere. I am your host, Dan Mickle, and I'm glad you could join us. This is the podcast dedicated to answering your questions on performance psychology and mental coaching. I'm glad you're here to join us. And remember, you can always reach out on all social media at 717soul and at RealDanMickle. And you can also use the hashtags Ask717Soul and AskDanMickle. Today's episode comes from a question from Kim in Baltimore, Maryland, and she wants us to talk a little bit about what she calls the tryout curse and basically asking how she can help her daughter with the anxiety of tryouts for her travel club team. And this is actually perfect timing because we have a lot of sports, you know, high school sports on the East Coast ending and getting ready to go into club season. So we have club tryouts, volleyball, field hockey, soccer, all sorts of things going on. So I think this is actually a really good question and topic to discuss right now. So let's kind of unpack it first and talk about what we're dealing with. And really, it's the buildup and anxiety of the tryout plus the anxiety during the tryout. And I think that's a couple of key factors that we're going to have to look at that we don't want to lump this all together. There's pre-tryout anxiety and then there's in-the-moment tryout anxiety. And some of the things that we want to look at and maybe how we deal with them are a little bit different for each situation. So let's talk first about the pre-tryout anxiety. And there's a lot of factors that go into that. There's the factor of the unknown. Maybe you're new to the area, new to the sport, and trying out is something new for you. The other one is maybe you're trying to move up a level. You were possibly on a second or third team the previous year, and you're hoping to make the top team this year, or the travel team, or the national team, or the elite team, or, you know, however it's branded in your sport and club that you're looking at. Or, Probably the the bigger one is you're 
trying out at multiple places, you're not sure where you're going to land. Um, those are the, the big key ones, I think, when it comes to tryout anxiety. And one of the ways we attack anxiety in general is making the environment more comfortable. And that can be tough in the tryout world, uh, especially in the sport club world, because not only do you have the problem that you might be bouncing around clubs and dealing with coaches that you've never met, dealing with players and parents that you're not familiar with um, because you're forming these new teams, but also you may be trying out and not have direct interaction with the coach who you end up playing for. And that happens a lot. So for example, 16U tryouts, maybe they have the 18U coaches running the tryout. So your actual interaction with the club tends to be more with other coaches while the coach that you may end up playing for or makes the offer to you is doing more evaluation and not too much interaction. The other issue is, you know, the unknown going into a club that maybe you've never played for or tried out before. So you have that anxiety. And and the key with all of these, like I said earlier, was making it comfortable. So how do we make it comfortable in that situation? And really, it's research. Take the time to try and get to know the club. You know, if, if you're signing up for a club and you can't find their goal, vision, mission statement, coaching philosophy, club philosophies, you know, whatever you want to call it. If you can't find that readily, that is a red flag for me. I'm not saying it's a disqualifier and you shouldn't play for a club, but I think that you really need to make sure that you find a club that is very clear in their vision and what they're going. Now, that's not to say there aren't going to be problems or that they're you know not going to deviate from those issues, but at least it's a good starting point and you can kind of figure out what you're coming into. You know, what's the philosophy for playing time? What's the philosophy on what level or team you make? You know, what are they looking for? How many do they take on a roster? All these questions should be asked before you even step foot in the gym for tryouts because they ultimately could have an effect on your decision, but also kind of lets you and your son or daughter kind of know what they're getting into, right? If you're new to the sport or new to a club and you're looking for more development and maybe not the national exposure and the travel, you kind of want to know that. And you want to know what the expectations of the coach are for the team. Because there's nothing worse going in thinking that you're going to work and it's going to be more developmental. And then the coach decides that you're going to be traveling all over the place and playing these big qualifiers and these big tournaments to get exposure or get bids or qualify for you know maybe a national tournament at the end of the year. And it doesn't really go with your, your goal or your vision. And a lot of times I think... We have the problem where we just sign up for tryouts and then we go and we think, well, we'll figure it out once the offer is made. But that part of unknown uncertainty kind of is what seeps into the player's mind because they don't know what to expect. Secondly is, and this one can be a little bit uncomfortable for people, but reach out to the coaches. If you know who the coaches are going to be at that age level, reach out, introduce yourself, introduce your child and just kind of find out what that coach is about. 
Um, I, I admit when I owned a club, we didn't do this too well. You know, we, we listed who the coaches were and what teams or what age group, but we didn't really have the coaching philosophy for each coach listed. And I think that is a big deal going in. Now, it happens a lot when you get offers, you know, depending on your sport and your rule, you know, how offers are made or tendered to players. But after tryouts, you would get the email that says, hi, I'm Coach Joe, and I would like you to play for my team. This is what I expect from the team, and this is my vision for the team. But I think that we need to have that information before. Now, I realize that some of the pieces you don't know because you don't know the talent level of the team until after tryouts. But there should be a general, this is my style. This is what I'm looking at. And if there isn't, you should reach out to those coaches or reach out to that club director and say, hey, can you put me in contact with the coach or... Do you have coaching philosophies for your coaches? Because again, it's all about trying to get the environment more comfortable for the tryout position and the the tryout night. So we want to get as much information because that's going to calm us down and make things a little bit better for your player. So that's the first part of it, the, the, the unknown of the tryout personnel or the club that you're going to try and get as much information as you possibly can for the coaches at your level and the philosophy of the club in general before you go in there. And, you know, even if it's a a club that you've played for before, it would be worth revisiting that. Just to make sure, because some clubs, you know, what they teach at 14s isn't what they teach at 16s, and it may not be a completely fluent situation. So it's good to kind of look at that and say, hey, what's the differences at the 16 level than it was at 15s, for instance, and and just make sure, you're, again, you're on the same page. The other part of anxiety that tends to happen in tryouts is the lack of knowing what their role is. Especially in the youth area, sometimes kids get bounced around by position and maybe even level. And I think it's better going into tryouts knowing what your goal is. What is your ultimate goal? Do you want to be on the top team or do you want to get more development or do you want to play with your friends? I mean, that is an option. We focus so much about development and, you know, getting better as players and teamwork and, and winning, you know, not just wins, losses, winning, but just, just winning as a progression in, in skill and sport in general. But we forget about the social aspect. Maybe your daughter just wants to have fun and that's big for her. So, so that kind of plays into it. So that would be my other thing to look at. Is, is have that honest talk with your child and say, what do you want? Do you want to be on the top team and travel everywhere and, and do all that? Or do you want to stay more local and get more practice time and get more, you know, touches on the ball or swings on the bat, you know, depending on whatever the sport is? Would you rather be a role player on a top team or a key player on a second team? And again, I think having that clarity going into tryouts will help with the anxiety of tryouts because not only then are you at tryouts trying to figure out where you might fall, you don't know what you want. And again, it's just more stuff that we pile onto the kids before they even step 
into the gym. Um, another issue is time management. Now, I don't know how it works with every sport and every region and area in the world or the country that you're in, but I can speak specifically to volleyball that it's really tr- tough for, for players and parents to try out at multiple clubs because they're all over top of each other. And you can end up doing three tryouts in a day and you're rushing in between tryouts and trying to jam some food in, in your kid to, to refuel them before the next tryout. So I think some of the things that we have to look at is how can I space this out? And, you know, part of the problem is you're afraid that if you're not at the very first tryout for every club, then you're not going to be, you know, at the top of the list because they feel like you're not dedicated or if you don't make all three tryouts. And there has to be a point where you balance the well-being and health of your child versus the stress of attending five tryouts. And, you know, for me personally, this is something that my daughter and I talked about. There's multiple clubs that she wants to try out for, and I'd, it would just burn her out. We would be on the road for two days straight, Saturday and Sunday, just doing all these tryouts, trying to hit all of them. So we really looked at, okay, what are the key ones and how can we hit them? And then you, I reached out to the club directors and just said, hey, this is what's going on. I just want to make sure that you know that we're not going to be able to make every tryout. Um, your club is still a priority to us, but I'm not going to burn my kid out trying to do back-to-back-to-back-to-back tryouts. When I was a club director, we worked and tried to work with the local clubs to make sure that that didn't happen. But it's still, I mean, when these clubs are 30, 40 miles apart from each other, even though they're not right on top of each other, you got to think about the travel time and the refueling and the eating and, you know, everything that goes along with that. So so there's a lot of considerations there. So the big takeaway for me for this is look at your time management and plan it out. So you and your child know exactly, okay, this is the tryout that we're doing at this time and what day and have it big picture so they can sit down there and look at it and see the entire schedule for their tryout process if they're doing multiple clubs or multiple teams. Because again, your kid is going to stress about, oh my gosh, I got to do this tryout. Then I have to leave this tryout early. And is that going to affect me? Cause I got to make this tryout. I'm going to leave one early and I'm going to show up late to another one. They carry all that baggage with them. So the more that we can really nip in the bud, Kim, is is the key. So again, there's a lot of things that cause the anxiety. You know, the other one is just performance anxiety. And if you listen to some of our previous episodes, we talk a little bit about game anxiety. And, you know, that's just a whole nother beast that gets added into it that some people just have their performance anxiety. They, they have a hard time trying out. Are they open tryouts? Are they closed tryouts? You know, do, are parents there? Aren't parents there? And there's all those decisions. And, and, and that builds into it. So if it's a performance issue, then I suggest going back and listening to some of the performance anxiety episodes and, and working through some of those strategies, you, you know, journaling, goal setting, you know, what's, what's your goal for this tryout? Um, and look, it's, it's a very real situation. You know, obviously me doing this for a living, you would think that my kids would be used to it, but they're not. We still have to have these talks and we still have to go through it because they get completely nervous 
just like everyone else. So it's it's not like there's a, a magical spell that we can cast and fix all this. It's constant work every year. So to kind of wrap it up and close things up where we're going here, Kim, what I would suggest is one, looking at the schedule and making sure that you're not overloading your kid because even the travel time between multiple tryouts can be a stressor and cause anxiety. Two is make sure that you know what your child wants. Have that honest discussion so that going into tryouts, they know what their goals are and you know how they can kind of feel out the club to see if they fit their needs. Is this club going to help me grow or is this club going to help me get exposure for college? You know, whatever those goals are, make sure we know them. And then the last one is make sure you research the clubs and know a lot or as much as you can about the philosophy of the club and the coaches. It boils down to me that most anxiety, and I know disclaimer, like it's varies greatly by person and situation, but most anxiety comes from a lack of familiarity. And that's why people with high anxiety watch the same movies and the same TV shows because they don't want surprises. So the easiest way for us to help with performance anxiety is to take as much of the unknown out of the situation. So those three steps are time management, knowing what the goals and expectations are for your player, for your kid. And three is knowing the philosophies of the club and the coach that you're trying out for. Get to know that coach as much. And, you know, the other thing is, please, I I beg you, I don't know a single coach that's worth his weight or her weight in salt that doesn't like when a new kid comes up and introduces themselves at a tryout. And again, I know that can be scary, but just have your kid come up. Hey, coach, my name's Jill. I'm trying out for center field. I just wanted to introduce myself to you and, and let you know. Or, you know, even just shoot the email. Hi, Coach Joe. My daughter, Jenny, is trying out for your volleyball team, and she's a setter in middle school, and she, you know, is really looking forward to tryouts, but we just wanted to introduce ourselves, and we look forward to meeting you. Again, it's just making you familiar with that staff and that coach and maybe opening a dialogue. It's not about influencing the coach, but you want to make sure that you're comfortable with the coach and the club and the style. So it's a great way to figure that out. So there we have it, Kim. I hope that helps you out and best of luck to you and to everyone that's about to try out. The the tryout curse and tryout anxiety is real, but it can be manageable. And it's most manageable by not ignoring it, but actually tackling it head on. And just to recap it, to drive it home one more time, time management, goals and expectations of your player, coaching philosophy and club philosophy of where you're trying out. Deep dive into all three of those, and I think you will have a much more successful tryout season. Um, and, and hopefully moving forward, it'll also give you other skills to help cope with once you're in season with general gang and, and playing anxiety that you have. 
So again, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of The Proper Atmosphere. We are taking a look at the anxiety of sports tryouts. Send us your questions across all social media at 717soul, at RealDanMickle, or you can use the hashtag Ask717Soul, AskDanMickle. Check us out, danmickle.com, 717soul.com. And we look forward to our next episode in the next week or so. Good luck and stay safe, everyone. This episode of The Proper Atmosphere, hosted by Dan Mickle and presented by Soul Performance Academy. Please send all your questions, comments, or inquiries to podcast at properatmosphere.com or reach out to us across all social media at 717soul. We look forward to answering your questions in future episodes. And remember, you can listen to The Proper Atmosphere on any popular podcast service such as Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. Thank you and have a great day.